Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's going on, Sat? You seem very depressed today. Depressed? Um, you were there. So last Wednesday, we did Quizomania. It was my first time doing Quizomania. And I was so close to winning. I mean, I was a few minutes away from winning. Guys, if you haven't watched the show, I was winning. Somehow, Sean Rossap cheated to win because I was the winner. I'm the rightful Quizmania champion. I was the Brian Kendrick of that moment. I was the interim champion in that moment. I was going to bring it back for Mocha Mondays, then go on Tuesdays and present it to the Irish chief, but it got slipped from my fingers, and I don't know what to do with myself, SP3. I've never been in this position in my life. I know what we should do. We should make a challenge. Right here, right now, Mocha Mondays, November 29th, 2021. Sat E, SP3, are challenging whoever the reigning defending Quizzlemania champions may be. It may be that cult over there, Church of Friendos, with all the great, lovely people. They're all so nice. They're all so much baby faces. Everyone loves them. We should challenge them. Or or the OG Quizzlemania Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers. I interviewed them for TalkSport and True Hill Heat YouTube channel. I, I, I can challenge them. I, I can get in the I, we can get them at Quizzlemania. Or Luke stops ducking us. And Luke Owen puts up the jam that championship against Mocha Mondays. And we have a 66 at point three, no, 66.6% chance of winning. Yes, we do. Give me Luke. Luke's part of the lovely Church of Friendos. Give me Luke. Give me that championship. Give it to me now. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel for another edition. When bourbon meets espresso. Yes, it is Mocha Mondays. I am back once again with Mommy Niangi's baby boy, Sat E. Sat E, and the E stands for Ernest. Guys, we were so close to winning. I feel I let you down because I was talking that smack. But I backed it up. SP3 was there. I backed it up. It was my debut showing. I, I did okay for myself. I came yeah. close to winning. It is really just the beginning. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna notice us. They're gonna realize us. Wrestling Daily is here. 
to win. So get us to 15K subscribers. If you want to see us embarrass them, so you think about this. Sean Ross Sapp is not part of Wrestle Talk, so Sean Ross Sapp can't save them. Right? That is true. That is true. Tempest. Sean is the only person is the only person who has beaten us. Who has beaten he's the only person that's beaten me. Any every time I've been on Quizlemania, it was Sean that won. So Sean is is the kryptonite of Mocha Mondays. He is the X Factor for this whole thing. You take out Sean Rossap out of the equation. Tempest is technically part of Lost Intangibles. So allegedly, Lost Intangibles are not wrestle talk. So technically, remove Tempest from the equation. And who do you have? Luke, who can only win when he's cashing in jam in the jar. Do you see what I'm going with this? Yes. Wrestling Daily has an elite team. We've got the true heel sensation SP3. You've got Irish Chief Alex McCarthy. We've got Miss Dynamite, Lady Rampage, Steph Chase. And you got myself, the wild card, the young lion of Wrestling Daily Sat E. Give us Quizomania War Games and give us the Quizomania tag titles. Heck, create a trios title. So me, the Irish Chief, and Mr. Sensation himself, we can win all the gold and bring it back to you guys and make you guys proud. Absolutely. You heard Sat East preaching right there. But Wrestling Daily is all about all you elite good eggs who join us every single day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. UK. But we want to hear from all of you. So WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. You can send in your ultra chats. We want to talk about the titular news, which has to do with a certain Nia Jax in-ring future. We're also going to be talking about AEW contracts expiring soon as well as Taya Valkyrie getting the social media world in a buzz and the social media world in a buzz about Adam Cole's current status in AEW as well so we're going to talk about all of that so we want to hear from you what you think what's your hot take wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily and remember to drop a thumbs up on the video share it with your friends and subscribe if you are new to wrestling daily so we can hit that 15k and be Quizzlemania war games be the winning team but yes Sat, let's get into the titular news which has to do with former wwe superstar former raw women's champion naya Jax. uh she has stated in a recent post that it is highly unlikely she'll wrestle again following her release earlier this month uh she recently shared a link to her fan site which was known as niajax.com is now known as lena fanin uh.com i hope i said that right please correct me in the live chat if you will uh however <laughs> however it sounds like uh that's uh it, it sounds like uh she plans to she doesn't plan to use the uh her real name lena and will shorten uh will will have her new ring name be her her real her real name which is savalina uh because uh she doesn't plan on getting but she doesn't plan on getting back to, into the ring so she tweeted and i quote lol newsflash lena is my real name it's not another ring name it's just my name the name given to me at birth calm the f down uh trolls in all fairness opponent crippler would be a solid front runner if i ever decided to wrestle again but it's highly unlikely so that was the tweet if she claims that it's highly unlikely that she will wrestle again do you think that that is a good thing 
a bad thing or and do you believe it because we have to ask that as well when it comes to any professional wrestlers whenever they say they're retiring or never wrestling again you have to take it with a grain of salt so what do you think Zach? well first of all shout out to adam pearson is in the chat uh so basically her comment is not a shock per se because if you see how she she got into the business it's not like um she's a lifelong wrestling fan it just happens she's one of those random lucky people who happens to be related to the rock your cousin done this once why not try it out she tried it out with the nepotism of being a rock's cousin she was fast tracked was it her fault she was fast tracked no at the end of the day it was vince mcmahon and the decision makers that thought like yeah she may be green but she's big you know big people don't need to be you know technical and catch catch can wrestling so she got put on the main roster before she was ready she had she had on the job training she's had some good moments and flashes of when when she put the being the big woman thing together but unfortunately, she didn't have someone like Awesome Kong to be there to train her up as in how to wrestle like a big woman in the ring. So a lot of the time, she made a lot of mistakes. She was a bit stiff. But it's a wrestling business. What you expect is not ballet. But um, if she doesn't wrestle again, I can see her going into being a, even a, a curvy model, acting, because The Rock has got a production company. I can see The Rock helping her out, you know, getting some acting roles and being a positive influencer for being, you know, a, a woman of curvy, you know, shaped uh woman uh hourglass bbw hourglass Our, frame yes <laughs> bbw bbw frame if you know what if you if you know what, what i mean uh yeah but at the same time that's a great negotiation tactic she doesn't have to spill all the beans like yeah i'm <laughs> i want to wrestle nah you know you, she's playing hard to get because who knows if uh like i don't think eight you know what Stranger things have happened. I don't think AEW will be knocking on her door, but I can see impact. I can see impact. I can see to lesser extent NWA. Mm, I mean, NWA loves their former WWE talent, but they tend to go with the early 2000s more than ruthless uh, aggression, more yeah. than 2020. Um, I can see Nia Jax being someone that wow looks at uh wow is not shied away from controversial figures in professional wrestling uh putting nia jacks in the ring with someone like tessa blanchard no matter how people can no matter how people view those two women tessa and nia i know they're gonna go out of their way to see that match because you know some people are gonna be hoping for the worst some people are gonna be hoping for the best so so, so yeah i can see wow being a contender i can see uh impact wrestling because impact is a place where a lot of people use it to rehab their careers and uh prepare for the next chapter of their careers after losing wwe and i would say uh you know a lot of people like to claim that aew is a home for a lot of former wwe talent when you look at the talent that's been released since 2020 impact wrestling has a lot more than even aew at the moment so impact would be a likely place for uh for naya Jax, but i kind of believe she's gonna be i kind of do tend to lean more towards believing her on this wrestling has been something that probably has caused a lot of anxiety like we like it's been already established and confirmed she was on a mental health break from professional wrestling from the wwe at the time of her release we don't know the reasoning why she needed that mental health break did could it have anything to do with something that you're putting your your all into you're putting your passion your determination you're going in day after day and doing and yet you have 
a social media of thousands, sometimes millions, telling you how bad you are, emphasizing everything that you do wrong. Wrestling mistakes are bound to happen, but we can all we can all agree on the fact that a lot of mistakes have happened around Nia Jax, but you don't tend to learn or improve from those mistakes as much when there are people around you putting a spotlight on that mistake. You have someone acknowledge it and help you acknowledge it so you can know what to do to not make that mistake anymore. But when everybody keeps, even even if the people around her that she listens to are telling her, this is what you need to do to not do this anymore, when she looks online on social media and there's thousands of fans pointing out the same thing that they just did, it makes you not want to listen as much or it makes the information not get to you as quickly and not help you as improve. So I think may, that might have to do with why she needed the mental health break is her, her feedback and her interactions on social media from doing professional wrestling. So to just take out professional wrestling completely from her life could give her a lot of, you know, peace of mind in a lot of ways it sounds like that's what i think that's why i tend to believe her a lot more than i believe a lot of other wrestlers who say they're going to call it quits you're right sb she's going to be a tiktok star i mean she's already been moving towards that direction anyway so you know there you go there you go yeah. she was she was getting even Shayna baszler into that mm, Shayna baszler's got some hips by the way guys if you've seen them she can move Shayna baszler's got them hips that's all i'm saying those hips don't lie, though, that's for sure. They listen, those hips were telling the truth. There you go, there you go. But we <laughs> want to hear from all of you what you guys think about Nia Jax's in ring future. Do you believe her, her post? Do you think that it's not likely that she's gonna wrestle again? Do you guys actually want to see her wrestle again? Maybe I do more important. Uh, so, why do you want to see her wrestle again? Because I feel like she was done a disservice by WWE. She's legit. So she's quite naive about the business. She didn't know what she was getting herself into. Like I mentioned, her cousin did it. It's like, oh, this could be a way to spotlight you or get you more, get you more known, which it has. Like someone mentioned in the chat, she used to be a model. She probably is very much into motivational speaking. She may be a bit of a, a QAnon, who knows? I don't know, in terms of her views or whatever. But everybody's entitled to their own views, whatever makes you happy as long as you don't kill yourself. Um... It, yeah, so she's into being a TikTok star. She's into modeling. She's into being an influencer. I can see her doing that. But in terms of her in-ring stuff, I feel like if she goes to Japan, she could be incredible. If she goes to one of them dojos, man, if she makes it through the, the training, she's got potential to do great. I'm just saying outside the WWE system, kind of kind of like, uh, you know, you know, take Conti. You know, she improved leaps and bounds by being outside the WWE system because WWE don't even teach her to be great. They teach her to be okay. It's about the brand. It's not about you doing flashy, cool moves. Ask Ricochet, when's the last time you done something cool without WWE penalizing him? So Nia Jax was never able to reach her potential because WWE didn't allow her, didn't push her to that yeah. level. And I feel like if she gets training somewhere else, she could be incredible. That's what I mean. I feel like it would be night and day her performance as a wrestler if she did actually apply to it. But like you said, her heart probably wasn't in it. It was a stepping stone, and now she's on to the next thing. Acting, maybe singing. Who knows? 
I mean, you you do make a good point. I mean, we've seen with Tay Conti, uh, someone who Ty Conti, who was in developmental for five years, then she goes to AEW for a few months, and you see a significant amount of improvement that you never saw during her time in NXT and in the performance center. So there is there is proof for that to be credence that Nia Jax has the potential to improve outside of WWE, but I just don't think she has the passion in her. I think that the social media interaction and the fans views on her work have probably beat the passion out of her honestly i don't blame her because a lot of people go hard in nijack some deservedly so but like if you criticize someone so many times it may give them anxiety and and cripple them and give them self-doubt and which is not nice to do to a, a human being people should try to be nicer to each other social media is easy to desensitize you and and make you not think you're speaking to a human being but you are speaking to a human being with feelings so be nice and kind to each other. And I was going to add one more thing in terms of wrestler. Someone like Maurice, for example, she's got a black belt in martial arts. You wouldn't even know it because they didn't even allow her to showcase that in the ring. WWE did not teach women's wrestlers to be great. They had to push themselves through and Triple H had the agenda for his kids. <laughs> the 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 long-term agenda by Triple H. Uh, that, that's, Speed. That, that's the long-term conspiracy by Sad E. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We are going to discuss AEW contracts very shortly, but we have a couple of Ultra Chats already in the chamber from our good friend, our favorite here, Sat Yoka Litna, who says, was discussing talent who happened to be under contract with other companies to be a part of the faction with Nikki A.S.H. Our head of legal affairs said it was frowned upon 
and said we shouldn't do that. So we fired him. This is too important. You know what? Yeah, guys, watch Quizomania. Yoko Littner's super chat. He followed us all the way to Quizomania. Did you give it ultra chat? Me and SP3 popped big time. We were laughing our heads off. You can see Adam. Adam's like, oh, guys, I need to understand this private joke you're having. And SP3 did a great joke of recapping of, of how hard Yoko Littner. You know what, Yoko Littner? If people put as much effort you have into Nikki SH in real life in WWE, she'd be a bigger star than she is right now. If WWE creative put as much of an effort as Yoko Littner in Nikki ASH, she would still be Raw Women's Champion. Uh, oh. but speaking, speaking of Quizzlemania set, we have another ultra chat here from Chuck Cassis, who is, who's been an elite good egg member for four months. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, he says, love me some Mocha Mondays. Great job sat in SP3 last Wednesday night. Would love to see an hour or more of Mocha Mondays again. Love y'all. And I'm going to timestamp this 18 minutes, 28 seconds for our new head of creative on Wrestling Daily's Hour of Mocha Mondays. The people have requested it. The people have have said it. They have spoken. Uh, they have speeched it, guys, because they always say they want feedback. You guys give them feedback. Flood the Wrestling Daily Twitter. We're at Rest Daily. W-R-E-S daily follow us on Twitter, message them so they can screenshot it and show it to the higher ups that is a demand for our shows. You want to go back to an hour show, we do, but there has to be a demand for it and the viewing figures has to go up so tell your mates to watch Wrestling Daily up the numbers and let your voice be known and get to 15k subscribers for Quizmania War Games. A simple case of supply and demand. You demand it, Wrestling Daily will deliver it. But Like Mocha hear- Mondays. Exactly. Let's hear some more ultra chats. WrestleTalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. While you guys do that, we're going to talk about another news that we need to talk about uh, because Wade Keller of uh, PW Torch uh, says that several AEW stars contracts are set to expire. Some talents are reportedly curious about the leverage they'll have with other companies, including WWE, New Japan and GCW. Uh, Keller has also explained uh, during the this week's on his uh, podcast that AEW is hopeful that Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega will resign ahead of their deals expiring, but noted that it is a possibility that these stars have already put pen to paper and are keeping quiet. Keller said, and I quote, there are people I've talked to in AEW who are looking at their contracts and wondering what their deal is going to be next time when their deals come up and how much leverage they're going to have with WWE or New Japan or heck, GCW with their ticket sales these days or the indie scene as an option to book yourself. It's going to be interesting to watch. He also said, I have heard the intent and the hope is that Cody and, and Kenny and Tony all come to deals. There's not signs that any of the them want to leave or are disgruntled to this to the point that they shouldn't be able to come to an extension but i don't know the situation so Seth, what are your thoughts on uh kenny and cody's deals coming up and do you think that it's even a possibility that they will leave aew 
slow news man like i'm even gonna hypothesize because this is bs this is like someone's got an invested condo house garage wrestling school and are they gonna go to wwe and then get fired two months later you know because wwe nowadays is so unpredictable you can see cody just return to stardust and just get fired as soon as he get eliminated kenny omega comes in he gets given a gamer character just to rib him and then he goes to 205 Live or whatever, and then he gets released. Let's never entertain this. I feel like this is, like, no offense, this is nothing, there's nothing worth entertaining for the simple reason that, number one, no offense to GCW, GCW shouldn't even be in a conversation. It's more of a super indie, if anything. Yeah. It's, right? it's more of what Ring of Honor was in their first couple of years, pretty much. Bingo. It's a PWG for the East Coast audience. Yeah. So, oh, can I go to GCW? Uh, everyone signed to, um, to AEW has the action. Made it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. For me, I feel like they just picked up pieces and, and then they threw it together. No offense if you know some of these people, SP3, but I feel like this is this is hot garbage. So, if you did yeah. the, the whole meter, <laughs> the meter thing, we're going to go on the red zone because that's full of crap. I don't want to entertain it. Kenny Omega is healing his shoulder. It's got great relationship with Tony Khan. New Japan. Yes, the BS meter. That's BS. When Kenny comes back, he can get closer to being next to Bushi, being next to Okada. He can't do that going to the WWE. WWE is a glorified entertainment company. You can tell that they're consolidating their, their, their everything, their all, all the money, so they can sell it. So it looks nice and shiny and new and propping it up and so forth. Cody Rhodes has got a he's got a talk show. He's got go big show, that other show. And then you know, Kenny Omega's got a relationship in Japan. He's a charge of talent relations or whatever it is for women's division and so forth. You think they give that up for the unstable WWE? Yeah, I, 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 I don't think I, I've said this now. This is the the third time in the past four years I've had to say. Kenny Omega ain't thinking about going to no WWE. We had this conversation after the first Okada match at Wrestle Kingdom 11. We had this con this conversation in the beginning of 2019 when his contract was about to be up with New Japan and people thought, oh, he could go to WWE or he could go to AEW. I was like, it's pretty obvious he's going to AEW. But, you know, you know, we're not going to talk. We're talking, we're talking for the third time. But I do think this may be a hot take, may not. Cody is definitely the most likely out of the original members of the elite to go to WWE sometime during his career. You know what? You're true. If if it benefits him, because I think Cody's in that phase where he's trying to build a Cody brand. Because we all make jokes on Twitter. He's trying to be a future senator or whatever it is. So maybe aligning himself with WWE down the line may help with his political ambitions or whatever he wants to do. But in, and in, he can in make the Nightmare Factory uh, uh, for uh, developmental. Yeah, then, then Triple H squashes it. But speaking of Triple H, if there's ever a chance of Kenny Omega and the Bucks and Cody to go to WWE, it was back during the initial formation of AEW. Because Kenny Omega's gone enough good things to say about Triple H. He's saying Triple H is like-minded in terms of his view and visions of wrestling. So at the moment, Triple H is not doing the talks anymore. He's now Nick Khan and possibly Johnny Ace or Bruce Pritchard. Who knows? So and I don't see it happening. That don't look too good. But uh, speaking of the the elite and the original elite members, an interesting conversation has been going on over the weekend on social media set. And apparently there is a, a section of fans who are saying that Adam Cole has been downgraded 
in AEW from where he was in WWE. They believe that he was treated as a god in NXT, and uh, he has been treated as less than in AEW in the tag match with uh, Bobby Fish this past week on AEW Rampage, interacting with Orange Cassidy. What do you say to that fan base that believes that Adam Cole is less than in AEW than he was in WWE? Uh, if there's a fart emoji, put a fart emoji right here. This is stupid. This is another instance of BS. Is the biggest BS ever. They're comparing it to Bret Hart going to WCW. Let's talk about Bret Hart for a second. He was the flagship bearer of the World Wrestling Federation, five-time WF champion. Then he goes to WCW and he's a mid-card of the Fighting United States title. Fair enough. That's nothing the same. Adam Cole came from a WWE developmental that couldn't even be up to snuff with AEW, despite years of brand recognition, despite mm-hmm. the head start, Adam Cole, in terms of the pyramid scheme, he was in the middle. He was nowhere near the tippy top. Yeah. yeah, he beat Daniel Bryan, but who didn't? Let's be honest. <laughs> if you were getting a push, you beat Daniel Bryan. Exactly. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, despite them doing well, they're, they're the guys you beat. The Sami Zayn's, they're the guys you beat. No offense. If you beat Roman Reigns, then we start talking. Adam Cole, they'd beat Daniel Bryan true, but he's fighting a developmental company. Triple H's egos boosted because they lied to him. Yeah, yeah, you guys are the third brand. Everyone behind his back were like, <laughs> this is a developmental company, sucker. <laughs> Look at his arms. Look at this guy. He will never make it in the main roster. So him going from a developmental brand to the number two promotion, that is what they call an upgrade. SB3 is not an upgrade. He's on national TV. Probably seen more than NXT because they did trump NXT. So that is a fact. I think I think people are forgetting that he went to AEW and immediately joined with the top heel faction. He's been in main events. He's been getting the loudest reaction. Like he, I think, I think it's no secret that when Punk, Brian, and Cole come into the company at one time, Cole is kind of viewed as the third guy. He's not the number one guy. That's Punk. He's not the number two guy. That's former WrestleMania main eventer Brian Danielson. He's the third guy because he was a, a top guy on the third brand. It's the equivalent of if this was 2007, he'd be an ECW world champion. And he's coming over and you expect him to be treated like he's better than Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, John Moxley, Hangman Page. No, that's not going to happen. It's all about the buildup. No one comes into AEW and immediately is thrusted to the top unless they are going to be an all-time worker like Danny like Brian Danielson has shown. But I I believe that in a year from now, Adam Cole is going to be firmly in the main event scene. And the building is all being done right now. We're doing the building blocks. He's creating relationships, whether it be with Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Bobby Fish, and he's starting fused with Jungle Boy, Orange Cassidy. So the stuff is there. I think people just want to criticize WWE because and I think Phil Lindsay of uh, Grapsity on Fightful said it best. These are the same WWE fans that if he was doing worse on the main roster, they'd be telling us the, the catchphrase of the main roster. Let it play out. Let it play out. Let it play out. But that you have something to say, sir? SB, that's like saying when Kyle O'Reilly, when Kyle O'Reilly goes to AEW, Oh, AEW burying him because he's not hanging out with Vaughn Wagner on NXT. 
exactly. Shrug, you shrug, see? shrug emoji. Shrug emoji. Uh, one thing we do have to touch on very, very shortly, besides the Adam Cole thing, uh, social media wrestling Twitter was going uh, um, a blaze with Taya Valkyrie because she answered a tweet about uh, where would WWE be in five years? And she said sold. So uh, a fan replied to her and said, says the one who dreamed of getting signed by them. And uh, Taya Valkyrie responded to that fan by saying, you're like super funny, dude. I worked my ass off for 12 years to work for my heroes. And it was absolutely disappointing. If you also have dreams, you would understand. Clearly, you don't have dreams or goals. Uh, a couple of a couple of her other responses included uh and i quote if you only knew how many negative comments i get i love you too but you need to realize that at some point i am going to stand up for myself i'm done letting people act like we don't have a voice lol i would love for you or anyone to deal with the negativity that we as women pro wrestlers deal with i will always have a voice and i'm not going to be silenced by dumbass trolls Amen. So, yes, Taya Valkyrie has been very vocal, more specifically, not even since her release, but more specifically since John Morrison's release. What have you been thinking about her social media discourse since her release? Guys, uh, it's funny how you get wrestling fans. They think they're entitled to have hot takes, whether it's good or bad. But a moment a person has worked in that company, she's worked in that company, guys. Let's remember this. We've never worked for WWE. She worked for WWE. She's entitled to opinion, first and foremost. And she's entitled to express it. That guy tried to mansplain to her about things. Get the F out of here. And she's right. Oh, because you don't have goals, dreams, and ambition. Don't crap on someone else. And and listen, she's a, someone asked her a question. No, someone put it up on social media. Everybody else did their little jokes. But Taya Valkyrie can't do it. What kind of BS is that? You go with this, she's not a performing monkey. She's a human being. She's entitled to her thoughts and feelings. So she can say whatever she wants to say. So all those people that's being a bit, yeah, you're a bit butthurt. I'm sorry you never had a job that you really wanted and turned out to be crap. I'm sorry you had like ambition. You're not the same. You're not on the same level. You're a make-believe world. She's a real life human being. She express how she feels. SB, what's her? Let it be known. You said it best, Sat. Uh, nothing more for me to add to that. We got one final Ultra Chat, thank you, everyone, for your Ultra Chats today. Chuck passes with another Ultra Chat. He says, 60-minute Mocha Monday Marathon, man. That's a great team name. Uh, let's give these men the time they need, just like AEW. Mocha Mondays are a highlight of the week. Sat P3 has such great chemistry on the mic together. Do you think Cody would join back with the Bucks and Kenny? With uh, would join back with the Bucks with Kenny gone? What do you think, Sad? Do you think if Kenny Omega somehow, some way leaves, maybe goes back to New Japan, would Cody reunite with the Young Bucks? I don't want him to. He showed his true colors. He rolled the coattails of the elite. Let it be known, Kevin Steen introduced Stardust to the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks took young old Stardust, <laughs> Cody, with no surname. Yeah, hang out with us. Come RH, come to a tour in New Japan. They made him the man he is. Let's not even BS. They made him the man he is. Then when you go to AEW, no, I'm 
gonna do my little nightmare factory family. I'm gonna do my own universe. He's so big headed. He had to have his own entrance. He had to say sayonara on my team. The only time he it was acknowledged that he was part of the elite was during that brief time before the pandemic. It was gonna be uh, the elite versus uh, the inner circle, which never happened. That's the last time you ever saw him even acknowledge that they're from the same island. They're from the same universe. Cody exists in his own land where I'm a big star. But the positive thing about Cody, he represents tradition. He's like the tie because he's the baby of WCW. He's that vestige, that tie, that ties WCW and AEW together because he's Dusty's kid, the bunkhouse stampede and so forth, the bash at the beach, all that whole trademarking thing is Cody's deal. Uh, Tony Schiavone is Cody's deal. Jim Ross, whether you like him or not, that's Cody's deal. So he, there is some positive, which he brings tradition. But let's be honest. He used them and he's like, yeah, I got my own team. QT Marshall's my friend. You know, Ricky I Starks. My, I, got my for the camera. I got my brother. I got my brother. Mm. I got a black guy. I got Lee, Lee Johnson. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, Ricky Starks for camera. I need more black friends. Can you pretend you, we know each other and you and you laugh at my jokes? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but yes, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't think Cody and the Young Bucks should reunite. But I would love to see Hangman reunite with with uh, the Young Bucks eventually for sure. But that is all. That is our final Ultra Chat. We talked about all the news from the weekend that was. I want to thank Sat as per usual. A great Mocha Mondays. Sat will be back with you tomorrow with the Irish Chief. Set, uh, uh, Alex McCarthy back in the saddle again on a Tuesday. I will be back on Wednesday with Alex or I may be back tomorrow. Who knows? You never know what you're going to get on Alex oh, McCarthy's yeah. Wrestling Daily. We are signing off until tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.